Hello everyone, welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. It's been about a year in between podcasts and then suddenly, boys, two weeks in a row. <laughs> Who would have thought? And where are we tonight, Baz? We're at beautiful Angerston. <laughs> yeah, we just took the drive up, uh, put some petrol in the car and... Uh, <laughs> a couple of times. Drove for a couple of hours. Climate uh, gladly uh, put some the fuel card, in, gave it in my hand and we uh, <laughs> headed up to Angerston. Welcome to the country, boys. Oh, it's a beautiful spot in the world, uh, Baz, isn't it? Sheep. Uh, what else you got here? <laughs> <laughs> Kangaroos will probably have to watch for on the way home. Face got out the car. He breathed in that country yeah. air. He just relaxed as soon as he it's a nice got spot. here. Angus and the footy clubs have been overly successful, have they? Angus? No? No. No. I'll tell you what, though. You talked up your platter that you provided us last week, Baz, at your joint. Very, it was delicious. We had a curry tonight. Funky destroyed it tonight. Yeah, beautiful. Ridic- Absolutely ridiculous delicious. meal. It was Fantastic. very nice. Bit of rice, naan bread. Boys, round one's happened. Mm-hmm. What a crazy week it has. The Crowies. Well, I tell you what, oh. I never doubted them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> never doubted them that. I think we said last week, get the cameras into the uh, coach's box because what have they got to lose? It was incredible to watch, wasn't it? And, and at half time, because I only lived like seven minutes away from Adelaide Oval, I was like, can I go in? Am I a big bandwagon if I go in? Absolutely. But uh, yeah, it, it was brilliant to watch the, the effort and the desire that they had was incredible. Oh, it was next level, wasn't it? Yeah, so can they keep it up this week? It will be very interesting to see, but to watch the young kids have an enormous crack was amazing. Yeah, that's but, what uh, you want to see is effort. I love it when young guys who haven't barely played a game take it massively up to the champions and beat them. Like, their pressure was awesome. There's no Crow show, so... Absolutely. Let's make that very clear. But round one overall was brilliant. Highest scoring. Uh, Stephen Hawking would have been sitting at home or at the games <laughs> thinking, I am a genius. He's very happy Because with the games opened up. Uh, there's half time at Carlton Collingwood at the moment. 60 points to 50 or something. High scoring is back. Brilliant. The goals are back. The crowd's surely, back. Surely it can't be just from that one rule. It can't just be from knocking from like the door asking for a pay rise. Yeah. It has to be. So tonight, boys, we're going to go through our followers. Face has been following them very closely oh, this week. Great interaction during the week. Uh, we got Baza doesn't have a bait this week. You're pretty happy with things. So Baza has <laughs> called his thing. What, you might say that I'm happy about something, but I am unhappy about something. I, we're, I not do going to, we're not going to yet. Well... Can I just say this? Yes. Oh, i really got to get off my chest. <laughs> the, the government has given me a little bit of an invoice. The government's given oh, me no. a, a fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to tell you boys about it. I went out fishing with my kids on the weekend and uh, got some squid and some snook and a dog shark and, and all this. Not that pr- protected marine no, no, area no, like no, last no. time. I come in and I put the boat into the, uh, into the dock there. And then Mr. Marine Safety Man comes over. Good, good people, those Marine Safety Men. <laughs> it says, come here, Mr. Harris. <laughs> and uh, apparently I didn't have the right life jackets. Oh. And maybe my flares were possibly out of date. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if the boat doesn't sink, you don't need flares there. So he's talking to me about it. I think that's fair enough. He's let me know that I've got to update my, my safety stuff. And then he goes, and you're going to get an infringement notice. $480. Really? Very expensive squid. 
Absolutely. He didn't check your uh, catch to see if it was undersized. Or... <laughs> so yeah, how, I think you, know, you so were a bit nervous right? about that, weren't so you? how's this? So we got two snook, right? And the second one was just like half a, half a bee's whisker under. <laughs> so I get Charlie to put it underneath the boat. <laughs> so anyway, it was, <laughs> it was a tough start to Sunday morning. But uh, yeah, so I'll be putting that in a payment plan over uh, <laughs> multiple months. So Baz is going to talk about his, I think he's called it the round one wrap-up in 60 seconds. I very much doubt that it'll go for 60 seconds. No, I, that, it's, it's going 60 seconds, that, isn't it? Yeah, that, okay. cut me off at 60 you seconds. Know what? That title needs a bit of work. It but... does. Um, I'm going to give a follow-up. I gave Leon Cameron a bake uh, in the AFL Amazon Prime thing last week. thought I was probably being a bit harsh comparing him to a country B-grade coach. But then I watched the next episode, and I, I, I've got some more evidence. Uh, Face has got his. Are you doing the quiz? No, I've got the forecast. Oh, you know. Face has got the forecast, and Baz has got the quiz. Jeez, our host is in trouble. Today. Yeah. <laughs> so He's been uh, tonight, Baz. see how we go. Face, who are our followers after our one year away? So Who's had, back? Yeah, we had one year away, and then we had very, very generous support on our first uh, podcast last week. Funky and Baz. Uh, so I just want to give a bit of a shout out to guys that contributed to our um, social media over the weekend. So uh, obviously we got uh, Facebook. So if you're not on our Facebook page, look us up and connect on there. And then obviously on Twitter, which we're very prominent, Funky, on that. So uh, Maddie Laurie, Lace Out. Loves the boys, loves uh, listening to the podcast. Does he? Is he called Lace Out because he likes it Lace Out or he gives it Lace Out? No, he, he hasn't played for 100 years, guys. <laughs> like... Matty Laurie, yeah, he was all this big young thing that was going to be the superstar. And then he ate pies and just got lazy. And he, he won a couple of flags while eating pies. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Sat a in the forward pocket. pocket. Yeah, so that's you're right. saying that as a junior, he, he uh, used to give it lace out. As, as a junior, yeah, he was very, very good skills. I think he won 115 medals as a kid. You know, one of those ones that go very well early and then mm. you know won a couple of flags as a senior uh, the Norris boys uh, Vincent Kane gave you some feedback Baz he did what did he say he, he said our feedback he said that we uh, stated the bleeding obvious he says he wanted something a little bit different from us he, yeah, he's a bit critical well, of well what about virtual reality in the coach's box I think oh, that was oh, yeah, well, that was next oh, level how yeah. that was not picked like up him, yeah. by uh, the uh, the the media crew, that is ridiculous. That, that's, that, a, that's a great call. I, I love that. Absolutely loved it. I haven't got a funky future this week because I've been thinking all week, what's my next thing? And You, you can't beat that. No, so I, I need some time and I've gone out <laughs> to some of my resources to offer some feedback and their ideas. Well, but I reckon it's going to catch fire, if we can say that, because uh, Sam Tugwell, fire. I reckon it's going to get some leaks. What else okay. you say? Game momentum. There we go. <laughs> uh, Sam Tugwell from the Press Box EP. He the the, the Press Box uh, podcast. He was on Funky Best Face last week, and he's very prominent Five AA Channel mm-hmm. Ten News. So just watch this space. Funky's idea will uh, gain momentum. He uh, does Saturday afternoon with KG. He does. At, very Five uh, AA. They all take the piss out mm-hmm. of him on uh, Press Box, saying it's his yeah. podcast and everything. But yeah. very entertaining. Um, Sally Underdown now. Works with you, Funky. Yeah. She said, where can I buy one of those T-shirts? Um, what, I, what I wasn't clear on, did she like... Come on, Baz, you're better than that. Um, <laughs> did she like my, my bluey? <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Tex Walker has got back to him after 15 months. I still maintain that I have Tex's number. Has he got, has he got back to you? He hasn't got back to me. <laughs> our friendship is... is I think our away. last episode, 12 months ago, Face was waiting for... 
the great Texan to call him back. <laughs> I, I, I'll put this here and now out here to our funky bass and face listeners. Here we go. I'll get Tex on this show. I will get Tex <laughs> on this show. As a mate of mine, I'll get him on this show. Um, did you get funky? He's lying already. He said a mate of mine. He's a mate of mine. Well, he, I have more Baz, confidence. He's forgotten your, he's I've forgotten got your name. more confidence in Baz bringing in Taylor Walker oh, than God. you bringing in Greg Blewett. No, I'll bring in Bluey. That's fine. I just haven't told him yet. <laughs> um, so Sally Underdown said, where yes. can I get one of those T-shirts? Mm. I wasn't sure whether she was talking about my Bluey, you know, the cartoon Bluey dad yeah. shirt. Um, Baz's funky Baz face or your pink uh, polo mate she'll be sure talking about the funky Baz face and uh, I will drop one in to her at work she's yeah. done a few road trips with the family uh, a few hours in the car kids in the back and they don't mind a bit of funky Baz and face um, so I think for that she deserves a t-shirt uh, yeah she does um, I think they're held up in Wuhan at the moment our next uh, shipment um, Vardy Magic is obviously very prominent with us Daniel Healy Brett Crosby Daniel Healy Loved a bit of Funky Bass. Really? Face. I like that. Great uh, story, Daniel Healy. Like, he, he has got a big encyclopedia of a footy life story, hadn't he? He's got the ups, he's got the downs. You know, we had him on the show. Do you remember that, mate? When we yeah, no, I was, at, I was saying, <laughs> at your house. But I love his, I love his yeah. story. I, yeah. I love the Daniel Healy yeah. story. Yeah. You know, he's got all sorts of good stuff in there, bad stuff. It's a, it's a now, great story. Leading teams and it is. making changes there. Uh, Stephen Crow, another one. Um, during the Crows game, where Crows beat Geelong, we said as Paddy destroyed Jake Kelly's life for the next 24 hours, we said, Paddy, choose the bump, see you later. I've got a lot of love about that tweet. And that yeah. was, tell you what, did you have a guts full of hearing Paddy Dangerfield trying to explain himself about that bump this week? Yeah, I did actually. I felt it was, uh, he played the victim as opposed oh. to Jake Kelly. Who did he gets mention a, Jake Kelly once? To get another concussion. No, I, well, actually it was on your, I, I do agree with you, you boys, but until I heard... Him and Gerard Waitley uh, get uh, interviewed, yeah. and then he actually spoke about how he used to live with uh, Jake Kelly, Kelly and yeah. how he hopes he's okay and like the last thing. No, see, it was actually some remorse there. It did take a long time to come out in terms of the public. The the public that I, I just don't think they like the smugness of him. Like he he mm. knows he's good, he is good, he's got a great life. I just think that the public thinks he's a little bit smug. Do you agree? Yeah. Is that what they don't like about him? I mean, we don't want to cut down someone that's amazing, you know, as his craft. Astra uh, that is an Australian thing to It is an talk. Australian thing. And I think mm. of myself, maybe that I do think they're a little bit mm. too much sometimes. But but he, it, maybe it's his smugness that gets people. I think, I think that's probably why people didn't like you at Ross Districts either. Uh, well, I think, when, when you weren't at the very top. Yeah. Maybe. I think uh, every Geelong supporter would love Patrick Dangerfield. Every Crows supporter used to love him, so it's one of yeah. those things. If he plays for you, you love him. That's right. He done. What well, I face. Um, also, a special mention to uh, Luke and Lisa Dakey, who are our neighbours. They listen to the podcast. Oh, so when you um, say neighbours in the country, they're about two and a half k's away. That, that's right. Um, How'd your tree go this week? Did you cut in your tree? I did cut down another tree. <laughs> Oh, did cut down Imagine his tree. facials when he's cutting went, down the tree. Went very well. Had nice little protection. Did you do a nice little V? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. He would have put Jesus. the cones around the tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wouldn't he? Um, the Light danger was... It was right, the right, no. It was right next to a road. I thought, I'm in trouble here. Because it could smack down on some car, but it was fine. It went well. Um, did, you, did you plant 10 more trees to replace that tree? I, I don't know about that, mate. It was a dead tree. 
<laughs> the tree was dead. But well, once you cut it down, it's dead. <laughs> uh, so our, our neighbours, um, their listeners, and they've they also been giving us a few little tips about local legends. So we've got one nice. maybe coming up at the end of the oh, year. We might feel guilty Thank about you that one. to our new neighbours. So well done. Um, they thought I was pretty good too. <laughs> um, Baz, what do you got? Your roundup in 60 seconds. Okay. Time okay, I don't take all week, boys, to give you a roundup. I don't want to, you know, keep our listeners uh, up all night. I'll give it to you in 60 seconds. That's 15 okay? seconds, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here we go. go. Port, best team in the comp or peak too early. West Coast, Oscar Allen has arrived. Melbourne won't survive Sterner Test. Sydney, the academy churns out and few more diamonds. Richmond, four short years ago, Harwick was getting the sack. Western Bulldogs at $11, best value in the Premiership race. Crows, dynasty on our doorstep. Saints, <laughs> they stole four points. Gutsy win. Hawks, not dead yet. Amazing comeback. Essendon, can a one-week-old coach be vulnerable? GWS Giants, they lost the unlosable. Cats, the fig jams didn't want to get their hands dirty. Collingwood, could not score. Carlton, how can a team that hasn't played finals in eight years be overrated? Carlton can. Brisbane, <laughs> Charlie Cameron's motorbike is cringe. <laughs> Frio, kids got MCG fright. Gold Coast, no respect loss. Stewie Jew must be wearing size 60 shorts. <laughs> Kangaroos were the number one pick. North Melbourne select. <laughs> Very well played. Very well played, Baz. I was right impressed with that. Right on the dot of a minute, Baz. There we go, boys. That's a minute roundup. That was exceptional. Can I just say about the big truck rutting, right? I love the truck. Well, um, no. now I think I may have mentioned this before, but the truck and I are uh, co-authors. Oh, another oh, name no, we've got no, to pick no. up again. Oh, no. Well, this if is... you write, oh, this is about a book. When you write a book with an AFL coach, you are allowed to mention it on I, the Bats, podcast. Do you know that on the weekend I went to the library and said, "Oh, I want a, I want a book by the author Mark Harris." They said, "Oh, it's right in the back." That's fine. Where the lights don't work. That's fine. And if they ask, if you ask for a book by you, <laughs> they'll say it doesn't exist. He's in so, trouble. Right, right. No, right, 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 no, right, right, no. He's in trouble, boys. I'm calling it. The big truck, right, has played one, he's coached one game. The pressure's on him already. That's a terrible the, call The pressure me, meter, it's already on him. I'll give I, you the big two. I don't like no, it at no, all. I don't like it at all. He, I'll, I'll tell you now, boys. Rutten is vulnerable already. I tell you, this, is, one this week. is grossly unfair on the young man. He's the best uh, coach waiting in the wings. Um, he's how, had do a great... know, how do you know that? Because I followed his career, and he's written a book with him. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's in trouble. I don't think he's got the answers. He doesn't interview very well. Like it, I, I just, I don't think he's got the persona of a of a coach. He's, he, I think he'd be a good bloke to have a beer with in a country pub at, at a Langhorne Creek or somewhere. But you're talking Essendon, one of the, it's got a huge membership base. Base, one game. Come no, on. no, exactly but I'm, all I'm exactly saying to you is that he doesn't come over well with a good persona, and that's such an important part in AFL these days. And I, and I think that you boys know that by your silence. It is true. You do. You need some persona. Mark Neal was in trouble at uh, Melbourne on, on week one. He couldn't put a sentence together. At least Rutten can do that. Yeah, I just don't I, think he speaks well. And I don't think he's got the persona that the Essendon faithful need. And you know what? They will eat their own. They, they don't muck around Essendon. Oh, I reckon he's in trouble. You know what? I'd love it. So do you think for one a coach for one game, that's harsh? It's... Oh, it is harsh, mm. but it it is mm. harsh. But he's also had that year under old mate last last year. Worst so worst people are almost yeah. counting him as a three year coach. That's also unfair. He's not a three year. Yeah, coach. Yeah, but he he had a big input last year, and he wouldn't talk, which the people hated as well. 
I reckon he's in trouble. I, that's, that's all I'm saying for it. I, well, I know I'm, it's harsh. I am standing by the truck. I, I would love our followers to tell us Guess they agree with Baz and think he's gone after one week. I reckon, I reckon he's in big trouble. And you know what? Who they got this week? Port and Adelaide. Port, their, their draw for the first five weeks is nightmare. I, I so, tell you why he's in trouble, boys. Now, speaking of trouble, we could. what did you say about the Giants? I said that they lost the unlosable. Who did they lose to? They lost to Saints, and I watched the game. Saints, Honestly, Saints, about Saints are better than... No, no, no. They, they had about 45 right. players out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, old mate with the man bun, uh, he, he had a shot to put him 19 points up a few minutes to go. He hit the post. They kicked a goal from the boundary line, which was like a ridiculous shot, and then they got a couple of good plays forward. Honestly, how the Giants lost that against the Saints, all their players out... Old mate Cameron, he would have said a few F, 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 Fs mm. afterwards. It was a really, really bad loss, actually. Well, that is a good start, Baz, because we have a, um explicit language warning right at this time. So if, you're, Got kids if, in the you, car. if you if you do have kids in the car and you don't want them to hear such poor language, um, mute or... Look away now. Yeah, or, or, or go to a podcast <laughs> that Sandy is Roberts. probably better than ours. So... Um, last set, week, set the scene, fun. Yeah, last week I said after watching Making the Mark that Leon Cameron, there's a hundred Leon Camerons around the country, and Leon Cameron is no different when he talks than a country B grade coach. And that Phil Davis would feel awkward. Yeah, that's that right. And I wasn't Canelio. quite sure. Yeah. And I thought that's probably a bit harsh. They've gone to a grand final, and then I watched episode two, <laughs> um, and I've got a few little. This is Leon Cameron. You got a couple of clips that you want to put over? Yeah. Oh. What does that say? Okay. Actually, while Face is getting his technology ready, I'll I'll give a introduction, right? So Leon Cameron put this really weird word on the whiteboard, and he wanted to portray a message to the players, and he asked them, "What does the word mean?" So right. we'll pick it up from Leon Cameron. Yep. Yeah. Sugar Ainsie, fuck them all. Fuck what's happening in life. Fuck all the critics. Play in a manner that you just don't care and you'll play the brand that I know that you can play. Our expectation as a Damon Harwick is that we play with huge grit. As Richmond men, that is what you demand of yourself, but it's what you know is expected of your teammate. Now, I'll give you... A- a bit of a story there. So on the whiteboard, he wrote the word, the, the word, fuck, fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> so he was sounds trying like, to say, all the critics were, were massively sounds, bagging sounds like a Sri the Giants. <laughs> and he asked Phil Davis, what does this word mean? And, he, and Phil Davis, the smartest man in the room, was yeah. like, I don't know, fuck them all. And then he's gone to the dumbest bloke in the room. What does it mean? He goes, fuck them all. <laughs> he goes, that's right. Fuck all the fans. Fuck all the critics. And it's like, it was quite incredible. And then they went a grab to Damon Hardwick, who was talking about the man spirit. and the jumper and the spirit. Now, here comes Leon Cameron, part two. The critics are ramping up even more. And then Stephen Canelo is massively under the pump. Right. Now, picture yourself as Stephen Canelo. Everyone's under the pump. And then the coach singles out Canelo in this talk as well. And he also... Uh, singles out Phil Davis. Just sort of giving them the ones and twos. No, 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 that's okay, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. But now, 
they moved on to fucking him. Can he leave? And when they question the fucking leader of your footy club, everyone's got to fucking stand up. And everyone's got to take a piece of that. They've questioned him all fucking week. All week, and I'll fucking stand here as the coach of this footy club and back the captain up every fucking day until I'm out of this club. But it irks me that they quest a fucking captain and his commitment to this club. Yes, been down a little bit. But fucking shit happens. He was down a bit. Phil Davis. And the thing that I love about this club is the 21 jumped in behind him when he led the charge when he was a little bit out of form. So I thought, so he was pointing out that the critics are behind Cornelio and he will back up Cornelio in front of all the media. And I was thinking, this message is all about Cornelio. So Cornelio is under the pressure. He's a very first-year captain, young guy, lots of pressure. And now the coach is exacerbating all the criticism the on him in front of everybody. I thought but it was but, bizarre. But he dropped him soon after that. That's right. Which is even, even weirder. That's right. So just to... If I thought if I was Cornelio, everyone's now looking at me and talking about the criticism. Like, forget about the criticism. Yeah. Like, focus on the good stuff. Still and then noise. the other part for Harwick was talking about the spirit within the jumper. Now, um, Jose Mourinho, Tottenham Hotspurs coach, all or nothing. This is a great little insight and another contrast between Cameron. Hardwick and Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mourinho, this is he's just taken over uh, Tottenham Hotspur, massive club. It's his first game, um, leading into the first game, and he's just about to choose the team for their first game. Here's what he says. It's the night before the West Ham game. The players gather in the tactics room to find out who's made Jose's starting eleven. difficult for me because I have to start with 11. I have to choose seven more to be on the bench. Some of you stay at home. I think he's always a bad feeling, but I think he's even a worse feeling when a new guy comes, leaves me on the bench, new guy comes, leaves me at home. I'm fucked. The guy doesn't like me. I know that it's always a shit feeling. I just ask you to trust me and to believe me. The day I am not happy with any player, the day I don't believe in a player, the day I want the player to leave as soon as possible, you will not feel it. You will know from me. Okay, I give the tip. So I love that message. So Mourinho says, if you feel like you're out of the team, you won't feel it, you'll know it. So if you're around the team, he rates you. If you if he doesn't rate you, you're gone. So, so how many players that you boys have played with have thought, have said to you, the coach doesn't rate me? I've felt it. You've probably mm. all felt it. The coach doesn't rate me, but he hasn't told you yet. He hasn't had the nerve to tell you. So for Mourinho, day one, he has said, I'll rate, if you're here, I rate you. So just because you're not in the team, just... You know, not everyone can make it. I thought that was a great message from Marino. Yeah. What's your thought, well, boys? I'll tell you what, if I'm getting paid $7 million a year, or probably more than that, I want to have some good things I'm saying too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I did like what he said. It, it was brilliant. I, I really did like that. Tell me about Cameron. Um, 
I think the more and more that we see open access to AFL, so which is a great insight, and I've spoken to my personal trainer boys, I spoke to Matty Stelzer, who you know done a lot in football and also you know gone down the coaching side and former Funky Basm face, absolutely avid yes. listener too, by the way. He said, it's, "There's no different message. Like, there's no difference between what you do in country leagues to what you do in AFL. Yes, the players are better. The the um, tactics are probably a little bit." Are more advanced, but still the messaging is exactly the same. Baz, what do you think of Leon Cameron highlighting Canelio first time leader? Did it I, bother you? It was just, I just think it's, it's surprising in this day and age to see the, the swearing to his extent. You don't really mm. hear that now. And I suppose this is what's going back behind the scenes. Maybe we haven't heard it, heard it before on the cameras, mm. but it is surprising <clears throat> to hear that because. In a country coach, you hear all the time when they've got nothing to say, they because they've nothing else to say. It does seem like he's a little bit clueless, which this guy is very well credentialed. Like he's been in coaching a long time. He's done your level three, which you know all the tactics, you know all the way to speak to the players. I've done level two, and you, you, you know that it's question-based. You know that you don't swear him. But I think, I don't know, it's surprising. Maybe it's when you're under that much pressure that, that all of those things that you learn go out the window and you resort to your actual true feelings, which... Can we, can uh, we have one of our funky Baz and Face listeners to tell us what's the worst address <laughs> you've know. had Jeez. from a coach <laughs> in footy or cricket or Would you like me to tell netball? you the one from Baz? <laughs> sure. Boys, let's get back to mum and dad for us. <laughs> Pizza and some movies. <laughs> have I told that one? I think you have. I think yeah. you have so yeah. if there are any... Uh, Horror stories from coaches. We want to hear them, and we'll Love talk about them next it. week. Baz, um, Anth- speaking of uh, bad stories, Anthony Mundine has caught your... Uh, well, he's, he's retired during the week, guys. He's, he's retired, and he's also, which really surprised me, he's apologised for all the things that he's done that's upset people over the journey, which made me think of during my career, what would I change or how would I, who would I apologise to? And I thought of one moment in particular, and it was a, it was in 1995, second semi-final, Barossa versus Williston. Um, it was a massive build-up. We finished top of the ladder, so one versus two, big crowd there. Barossa's first final in five or six years. The Donny Brooks. The Donny Brooks. Yeah. We hate them. We beat them a few weeks beforehand, and they absolutely pantsed us. I was in the middle. I was terrible. I had a really bad game. I played the game out in my mind a hundred times before I played it. I was terrible. And then after the game, uh, Robert Polito came up to me <laughs> and he went to shake my hand and I refused to shake his hand. And I was, what, 21 at the time? And I've never forgiven myself. Oh, I've forgiven myself, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always thought to myself, it's a really, it was a poor thing to do. And I thought to myself later on, like, why did I do that? Why did I not shake his hand? And it sort of made me think years after that when the siren goes, doesn't matter what happens, you go into the other change rooms, you have a beer, you, you, you talk to them, you, you, you shake hands and that game is done. Do you but it actually did help me yeah. a lot in my learning. But Rob's always remembered that too because it was a shocking <laughs> thing that I did. Like, you know, you got pants, <laughs> shake the guy's hand, but that what? was one of the apologies. Do you boys have anything that you what would apologise for? The, apologize the for? great Rob Polito is funny because I thought you, you were going to ask what it, what's your regrets. <laughs> and... Uh, Apologising to Rob Polito was mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> so mine was the night before his wedding. <laughs> and the great man was here uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I think we did talk about it, but 
Uh, I was in the great man's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love love the great man and uh, didn't have a great night the night before. And I th- I thought that day... Must have been something you ate. Yeah, I, was I wasn't something you ate? Yeah, it wasn't something I ate, but I wasn't good, right? And then I'm kitted up at his wedding and the, uh, <laughs> the limo is coming to pick us up. And I thought... I can't believe you're telling this story, actually. Uh, well... I thought I'm a massive chance of ruining my mate's wedding because I was, I was not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's luckily you didn't. Otherwise, but he, he yeah. loves that story. And, yeah, you know, like he's a well. Good it man. was great to see the wedding photos. You know, of Rob and Jane. They look so beautiful on their day, and then all the other groomsmen and, well, and bridesmaids. And then there's funky looking green like Kermit. On the, the, road the other side. thing that I spoke to Rob about the other day is my friends who are in the bridal party, they took photos of me the night before. They went down to the Gawler chemist that morning, printed out the photos, and they passed them around (laughs) (laughs) to the wedding guests. There was an old girlfriend of mine sitting there amongst the crowd, and yeah, it was very embarrassing. Um, So is is there anything that you regret? From or you'd like to apologise for from your uh, careers? I would like to apologise to former coach Dave Williams, actually. Really? Because uh, as many of our listeners and we I'm would, sure Dave listens. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, he'd be an avid follower. Um, there was one time. So our dad is president of the football club. Our club is going terrible. Dave Williams is the A grade coach, and uh, Dad's like uh, face. Um, Dave Williams is getting the sack tonight and he's coming over to our house and I'm going to tell him. I'm like, okay, so I'll get out of here before you do it. He's like, yep, no worries. Meanwhile, I'm playing Nintendo 64 and knocking around before training and, you know, stuffing around. And uh, I look at the time and think, shit, Dave Williams is coming over. I have to get out of here quick. So I drive my car out of the property. However, I forgot about this big moss rock that was sitting at the edge of the driveway. I drive over this moss rock. My car gets stuck. Dave Williams pulls into the driveway and he goes, so this is my current coach at the time. And he goes, here, mate, let me help you move your car. So he helped me get the car off the rock. <laughs> I drive away. He knows what's coming. Yeah. I know what's coming. And uh, he got, I never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> at least he didn't like get sacked and then have to help you. <laughs> True. So you have any coach you'd like to apologise to? Um, yeah, my, I reckon mine was Grant Coffee. Um, there was a, one where it was like I played just a pathetic game, like pathetic, and I blamed like my um, hamstrings and groins and stuff like that. And I went up to Coffer after the game and went, sorry, mate, I just couldn't, you know, do much today. Like my hamstrings were like no good and something like that. And then every now and then that <laughs> that flashback just comes into my brain to say, that, that is pathetic, <laughs> absolutely pathetic. And, you know, you hear from players now, if you're, if you play, yeah, absolutely fine. And like he was, he was very good. Um, you know, he, he didn't bag me or anything like that. But it, it comes in my mind. All the time. <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of footballers out there, and a lot of our listeners would would think the times that I want to apologise. Oh yeah, I mean, but that's all about. That's a great the beauty of sport, well, isn't it? If we do get uh, uh, Matt Doki on the podcast later in the year, but uh, Funky, I'll be apologising to him in the first minute. Can you yeah. try to build the? Yeah, I did. I, mm. oh, I was that. Pain in the ass tag of it, you know, yeah. trying to cut him down. So I did try and cut him down. <laughs> yeah, well done. Now, Baza, had, uh, have you talked about 
Quick quiz. Oh, no? yeah, you have. Uh, sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, what's your quiz, Buzz? Okay, boys, you ready for our quick mm. quiz? Ooh, Face yes. is the reigning champion. Yes, it's 1 0. Okay, right. so, <clears throat> boys. Eddie Betts debuted, or you could say debut, debuted in <laughs> which year? 2008-2009-2008-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2009-2
Their forwards looking good. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like that Norton could be anything. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they're pretty even throughout. Once they get into the finals, anything could happen. I, I reckon $11 is not a bad value bet. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Maybe Baz's bets can come back in fashion and... Uh... Well, Baz had a bet last week and uh, it didn't do any good. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, number two. Controversial. Cam Guthrie is a more important player to Geelong than Patrick Dangerfield. No, uh, no it right. was very good last week, Cam Guthrie. Very good. Like, he's quick. He's great in, in traffic too. He just explodes out of the pack. I think he's very good. He's I, didn't got, say, I didn't say he's a better player. I said he's a more important player to Geelong no, than Patrick Dangerfield. No, Dangerfield is the, he's the barometer when they're in trouble. Sorry, Kate, Dangerfield yes. racks up a lot of touches uh, generally in the last quarter. Um, when they're in trouble as well. So he's a big last quarter player. He can go forward and back as well. He's better forward than Guthrie. I, I, quite, I take great... Great. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I take great delight Elma. in, in seeing the, the beaten team's um, Twitter feed. And Geelong yeah. uh, last week, they, the Guthrie, the other Guthrie, what's his name? Zach. Zach. They call him, he's the worst player to ever pull on a goons at Geelong. <laughs> they absolutely slate him. And that uh, I think Face looked at the Essendon feed as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> be on the winning side for once mm. and not have a Norton 10 against you. Okay, so both think that Dangerfield... Sorry, Baz, I'll cut you off, but... It's okay, mate. You, Guthrie, you, you go. Guthrie is that link player, real energised enthusiasm he's, he's for good. that side. I thought oh, he's massively Isaac Smith was going to win the game for Geelong last week. He, he ran... They were talking that he's going to be important late on because he's got great stamina and everyone else is tired, which, yeah, may, mm. may have some truth to it. We'll yeah. see after three or four weeks. Uh, obviously, first round of football. Great round of football. A lot of high scores, as we mentioned. Dusty Martin, clearly the best player in the comp. Who is number two? Jimmy Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got some options? Best, I do. Best goal yeah. celebration. Okay. Was that goal? Yeah, so that was who's brilliant. number two? Both midfielders. Patrick Cripps, Travis Spoke. I, I, I'm on Bokey's side at the moment. Yeah, I love Bokey. What, what it, and I'll just extend that question face is because Travis Boat was taken just before Selwood. Yeah. So the whole history in... Since he's been drafted as, oh, they probably should have taken Selwood. But I, I don't know now. I reckon Boke's, who would you take, Boke or Selwood? It, it's up there. Selwood's uh, just through his premierships. I understand that, but, but I understand that. But who would you rather take? I and mean, I know he's won premierships, but right as now. a player, who would you rather have in your They're team? They're so similar, aren't they? Which yeah, is, I reckon, like Boke's been incredible the last yeah. couple of years. I don't know what's yeah. happened. Has he got a new girlfriend? Has he like well, some sort of diet? He's on two or? years ago, he, he was, was he was that defensive half forward flanker. He's yeah. about done. Yeah, that, and then he's got even wrong. fitter. Um, he goes overseas in the off season. He posts these brilliant videos of his fitness regime uh, off season, which are awesome. Is he, is he single? Is he? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you interested, mate? Oh, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, would, yeah, I. I I like both, but Selwood's premierships have to get. Where does Patrick Cripps stand at this point in time? He was unbelievable against uh, Richmond the other night. Well, I was interested to hear Kane Horns talk about him, that though he thinks he's overvalued. He's only mm. kicked seven goals last year, that, which that, is a big stat, true. And a massive stat. That's yeah. unusual for a jock, shock jock to say something controversial. Yeah, but, but seven goals in a year is not not much for like him. He, he's saying that you can't put him in the Dangerville class or the Martin class yeah. because he only kicked seven goals yeah. a year. Which just getting back to me for a sec. Matty Harrison used to kick a lot of goals. I used to sort of farm him out. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you probably couldn't put me in the top echelon like the Edie Squirts. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. So no, but I think that he's probably not in that era, which which is interesting because uh, yeah, happy to go with that. Yeah, you'd think that Cripps would be right up there, but if you kick seven goals in the year, I'm not sure you can be right at the top. You know what, Cripps against Richmond, he just looked like he was bigger, stronger, faster than every other bloke. If you look at Dusty Martin in that grand final, who kicked like three or four goals, is just incredible. Yeah, it's a big stat, seven goals in the year. That's not Mm. enough. Yeah, yeah. That's it, boys. That's it. Races forecast. Well done, boys. Good to have you back. Loved having you up in the country. Very good. We'll see uh, if we get together for next week. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, boys. Catch up.